What's up, everyone? This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. Thanks for listening. Let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Wake Before the Day. Happy Friday. If you don't know what day it is, it is Friday, May 1st. It is May, May 1st, 2020. Whoa. So just to keep Time's track of the flying. day. Yeah. And it's also my nephew Maverick's birthday. Happy birthday, Mav. Happy birthday, Mav. Love, Love you, bud. <laughs> um, anyway, happy to be with you guys this morning or this afternoon, whenever you're listening. We are jumping into Luke chapter six today mm-hmm. with different things that stuck out to Clark and yeah. I. I was talking to a buddy of mine in one of my Bible studies during the week, and this is actually the first time he's ever read the Gospel of Luke. Mm. And it has been fascinating to listen to him share his insight and what is lifting for him. And he goes, Pastor Clark, it's like this Luke is long-winded. It's like these chapters are so long, 50, 60, 70 verses. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot to cover in these these chapters, and yeah. we're just going to focus on the parts that stuck out to us. Yeah. And so I'll go first. Uh, what struck me was the two sections on loving your enemies and judging others. Those are some really strong words and words that we read often, and, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. But there's no way in the world I actually want to do that. Don't memorize that verse. Don't memorize that verse. You know, <laughs> verse 27, do good to those who hate you. That hit me right in the heart. It says, bless and pray for those who curse you. If I'm being honest, there's a part of me that mm-hmm. wants my enemies to fail. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is saying, no, you got to bless them. You have to love them. And we have our prayer card that we have that talks about, you know, praying for our enemies. Right, yeah, Judith and Francis McNutt, um, that they have a specific line. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. What does it say? Uh, it says, <laughs> Lord, bless our enemies. Please send your Holy Spirit to them and lead them to repentance and conversion. Right, right, mm-hmm. yeah. And so it, just that idea that we want to, we not only want to, like, make peace, maybe with enemies, but actually bless and um, and actually pray for our enemies For their too. well-being, yeah. you know, and, and he doubles down a couple times. Luke says, regardless if someone hits you or takes your stuff, your response should always be do unto them what you'd have them do unto you. Hmm. And this is this golden rule that is taught all over the place. It's, it's in public schools. It's in all kinds of TV shows and children's, you know, curriculum. And actually it's Jesus Christ yeah. who, who coined that and taught it. So kudos right. to you, JC. <laughs> yeah. And then he, again, keeps pressing into this and basically says, be different than everybody else and love those who don't return the favor. Love those who don't love you. Mm. And I mean, we talk about this in, in couples, but it not only pertains to couples, but to everybody, right? right. Looking yeah. at, at like how God made them. He values them. There's worth there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the things that we often talk about too, just within our own marriage, that um, it's helpful sometimes to picture Clark or Clark's picturing me with Jesus standing behind them, just kind of listening, like, hey, how this is like this is this is my Clark. I created him in in his mother's womb. I created him uh, as an image bearer of mine. Uh, how are you treating him? Mm-hmm. And and same for me. And so it's funny. <laughs> it's not always like that though, is it? I walked into our living room the other day, and I'll just be honest. 
Uh, our kids don't really have responsibility here of picking up their own toys during quarantine. And we, we try to make them, <laughs> but they just don't do it. And uh, I walk in and I see a kid on the ground crying and I see my husband just smiling over in the chair and I don't know what is going on. Well, <laughs> you paint, paint that picture. I asked, I forget which kid it was, like a hundred times, hey, pick up your toy, yeah. pick up your toy, pick up your toy. And then they stepped on the toy and fell down. And it wasn't like, ha, ha, ha. But it was just, I had a little smirk on my face. Yeah, yeah. I was Talk like. about loving your enemy. Just yeah, love your kids. Love your kids. It's like, well, you got what you had coming to you, little person. I love quarantine. you. We, I we gave him a hug. Enemies. I helped him up. It was good. But yeah, help me love my enemies. God, help me love my kids. Right. I do. Right. Um, but he, he talks about, you know, loving those who hate you and lending to those who need his stuff and don't expect to get it back. Right. They, how often my motivation's like, I, I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. Yeah. And God's like, no, no. Because God's merciful, you need to be merciful. And, and that transitioned for me into the next section, uh, judging others. He said, don't judge others. Mm-hmm. You know, Pay attention to the plank in your own eye, Clark, before you look at anybody else. Mm-hmm. So uh, Andy Stanley's got this really helpful line about judgment. And this one actually comes from 1 Corinthians 5.12. But he says, judge the believing, not the heathen. Like, spend your time looking at yourself and then looking at other people who profess to be Christians. Don't worry about the world. And I think in my heart and probably many of your hearts too, there's this frustration when I have an unspoken expectation that the world should follow my values. Right. And that the world should meet the, the, the values of Christianity. Yeah, there's a standard, right? Yeah, but if you think about it, why should I expect them to? And I shouldn't be mad. I shouldn't right. expect them to love their spouse. I shouldn't expect them to have the same definition of truth or love or marriage or grace or a hard work ethic or whatever it is. Like they're of the world and we're to meet them right where they're at. Right. Don't judge them, Clark. In fact, love them when they don't love you. Right. And don't expect anything in return. So that's what stuck out to me. Hmm. How about you, Bob? Yeah, I actually, um, if you flip all the way down to the end of chapter six, it was verses um, that I've heard and maybe you've heard before. And it was just really good for me to revisit them. Just kind of, I I just love how the Bible can do that. It's like, oh, hey, I know I've heard this before, but I just experienced it afresh and anew. And so anyway, um, if you read it, it's talking about the foolish and the wise builders. And it's a little bit actually continued too from the verses right before that, that talk about um, a tree and its fruit. And uh, I I love this phrase from the message version. It just says, work the words, meaning the words that Jesus is giving us, um, into your life. And so I'm going to read verse 46 and just maybe to 40, 49, and uh, maybe you'll recognize, and then that's where we'll pick up. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? I will show you what he is like. Oh, what am I saying? I will show you what he is like who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice. He is like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck the house, um, struck that house, but could not shake it because it was well built. And what's sticking out from these verses, reading in the NIV and the message version too, is that we need to hear what Jesus is saying. So we need to be in the word. We need to read the Bible. We need to surround ourselves with Christian, like people that are speaking truth. But we need to, I want you to change this word do to become in your mind. We need to put these words 
into our life actually. And we need to become somebody that, um, that looks like that, that, that is following Jesus. And one of the distinctions here is actually just those very first two words, the way that Luke is saying, Lord, Lord, and what's going on there, instead of saying, you know, why do you call me Jesus Christ is because when we, when we believe Jesus Christ, we accept him as Lord and our life, then not just, um, one aspect or one slice of our life, like, oh, just the part of me that goes to church, but really all of our life then has to come under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And that's what we've talked about a little bit. We talk a little bit about the buffet Jesus when you're walking through a line (laughs) and you're like, I'll have some of that and some of that, but Mm -hmm. I don't feel like that today. Right. And how that, that um, is, is something that we all struggle with, yeah. you know, including Bobby and I. Yeah. Like, yeah, I really want to do that today. Jesus, I listen to forgive, uh, mm-hmm. extend forgiveness, yep. But when it comes to telling the truth, I don't feel like it today. Right. Whatever it is. But when Jesus is Lord, there's no buffet Jesus. It's mm-hmm. Jesus is Lord over my thoughts, my actions, my speech, my food, my drink, my clothing, um, my sexuality, my finances, right. everything. He's Lord. Right, everything. And it actually caused me to think about this funny Francis Chan quote. My mom actually shared it. And and um, the quote says, uh, you know, Simon says, put your hand on your head. And we put our hand on our head. But then Jesus says, go and make disciples. And we memorize the Bible verse. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and, I know. So thanks, mom. Love you. But um that's essentially what's Does kind your of being. Mom know how to listen to podcasts? I don't. I don't know. We'll have to get her hooked up. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> essentially, though, what is kind of being talked about is you call me Lord, but you're not doing what I'm saying, and so just kind of convicted in that today when I was reading, and then also this last part too. It's a very interesting word here in verse 48. You probably heard me say it. It's when a flood came. And so I feel like Holy Spirit just kind of made that stick out to me because the word could have been if. If a flood comes. A flood is actually, you know, not super common. So if a flood comes, you know, this house is going to be in trouble because, or this house will be good because it's on the rock. Um, But it's not if. The word is when. When a flood comes, you're going to be secure. If your life is built on the rock that is mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. And so just a reminder in that today, like even even amidst the quarantine, I think that there's a lot of shifting sand going on and a lot of realization. People are becoming a little more aware of what they've settled on. Am I settled yeah. on the rock? Yeah. Or am I settled on shifting sand? And so, um, this, yeah, that stuck last, out to this me. This last month or two has provided a lot of time for us to self-evaluate and look in yeah. the mirror, and and if we're feeling a variety of emotions, ask yourself why. Yeah. Like why am I angry, or why am I fearful? Mm-hmm. Why am I? And all those emotions, there's good to all of them. There definitely is. But like Bobby's saying, like the Word of God says, when you stand upon this rock, that's Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter your circumstances, it, it can't take your joy. It can't take your peace, because uh, that's in the Lord and the Lord alone. And, uh, right. and if you've, if you've done that and you've been around someone who has, you know what I'm talking about. And so that's our prayer today. Yeah. Yeah. Be someone who hears the word and, and who works it. the word into their life. And becomes can, it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So thanks for listening. Take time considering, you know, what the Holy Spirit has for you out of Luke six, whether yeah. it's loving your enemies Isn't and not it? expecting anything back, whether it's not judging them. Um, whether it's mm. loving your children, if <laughs> even you told them something a hundred times, or if it's building your house on the rock. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep, God bless you. Have a great weekend. God bless you.
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.